The playoffs on Round Guy Radio are powered by the Packwood Locker, but uh, Winfield Mount Union and Holy Trinity are both sponsored by Rob Moore and the Livestock Risk Management Partnership in uh, Minneapolis. We've got Andy Kressinger of the Southeast Iowa Union uh, to regale us with what was uh, another stellar basketball game in the playoffs. Uh, yes, it was. Um, uh, 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 as it usually is, uh, the, uh, the, the the local Class 1A substate, which uh, today was Class 1A substate 5, always seems to come down to this uh, these last-minute situations. And um, it did again, but Winfield Mount Union, a rare year where the number one seed in the uh, substate will be going to state. Winfield Mount Union came in ranked number five, and they uh, they knock off uh, Holy Trinity 46 to 41, and uh, the Wolves were up uh, 10 at halftime. Holy Trinity cut it. They just kept cutting it, didn't they? They cut it to six a couple times. They finally got it down to five, and then four, and then three. Um, and Holy Trinity never had it within three with the ball in their hands. Um, Winfrey Mount Union really, really stuck the dagger in. Um, no, I think they got to two at, at real close to the end of the game, to be honest with you. Yeah, they might have. Did, was it... Uh, I think it was like 40-38 uh, or something, or... Yeah, it was. It was anyway. Yeah, it was. It was two. It was two. It was two uh, right towards the end of the game. You're right. Yeah. And then I forget how everything transpired until um, Winfield Mount Union had the ball up three, and they had called a timeout about 45 seconds left. And I was sitting there. My wife was with me, and I was sitting there trying to speculate on what they were going to do. Uh, Holy Trinity had just forced a couple of turnovers as Winfield was kind of bleeding out the clock a little bit. And so... Uh, and and the, the shot clock was going to go off, so they had to they had to try and score. And uh, I thought it was a really smart play by uh, Winfield. They they stuck uh, Buffington down low. Luke Helligan was all over him, but they're able to throw those those lob big long entry passes to Cam. That's almost like a, you throw to like a tight end in football, and he's able to jump up, get it, and put it in. This time he actually missed the layup, but then then followed it up with a layup. Uh, and then Holy Trinity came right back and cut and, and, and it back to three, but by that time it was uh, it was it was free throws. You know they had to hope for Winfield to, to miss a couple free throws, um, and um, Gabriel Hemsworth made one, uh, and that was the last time it was a one possession game. Uh, Winfield defense played really well. Holy Trinity did not have a very good game at the uh, free throw line towards the end. I'd have to see the stats on that. Uh, but that was something that usually, you know, Winfield struggles with a little bit with that. But that was definitely a bugaboo for, for Holy Trinity because uh, X's and O's wise in the last quarter especially, Holy Trinity really did a lot good uh, as, as far as getting good looks and getting baskets. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, um, uh, the playoff always tears me apart, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A couple teams that we cover really hard, you know, and we love both teams, and one wins, and we're so happy for the one that wins, and yet so sad for the one that loses. I, I don't know, ever know how to quite reconcile that. I, I try to keep a little distance to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't. But uh, I really want to take my hat off to, to both teams here. They worked and fought so hard. Holy Trinity did a great job of coming back to that game. They were within an eyelash to get into the state championship. But this... You know, they, they, you know, everything in the world wants to be like the girls anymore. And this shooting two thing, 
Oh yeah, I don't like that. I mean, it helped. I mean, it helped Winfield today, and Winfield's a team mm -hmm. I kept. I liked it in that sense. <laughs> but, they do but the girls, general, so like the girls. We gotta it. do what the girls do, you know, even if it ruins the freaking basketball game. Well, and I also would say, if you wanted to blame someone even further, it was the uh, the NBA and the WNBA did it first, where they uh, where they shoot two. I, I just I don't like it because it, it does take away from. Yeah, that would have been. It. I, well, I didn't think about that. The fact it's, that you it's a one. complete. Uh, Completely changed the game. Now, did I enjoy watching the last minute and a half of a game take 10 minutes? No, I didn't at all. Yeah. You know, but do I enjoy having absolutely no no chance to win a game when you're behind by four points and there's less than a minute to play? I don't enjoy that either. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Well, I, I, it was a, I think it was a bogus rule. Uh, reason that they gave for it was that that people had a better chance of being injured if you did one-on-one -on -one because there are more rebounds off free throws. But I thought rebounds off free throws are about the safest rebounds of the entire game, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, people get hurt on rebounds off normal shots. But, but yeah, so um, uh, they they ended up yep. fouling. So they ended, when it was a three-point game, they ended up fouling Gabriel Hemsworth, which um, isn't really the guy you want. You know, Win Winfield has a, a, a few kids who, who aren't, super good at free throws i have to check gabe's percentages but i would assume that they're pretty good he did miss the first one uh and then was able to to uh sink the second one and i was kind of wondering if if holy trinity would have had the ball towards the end there down three you know if winfield was gonna let him shoot a three or, or try and foul or uh i know winfield had a bunch of fouls to give to just just try and um to just try and kind of stop a potential uh, a game-tying three because uh, I tell you what, you know, I, I, at halftime, so Winfield was up 10 and, and Holy Trinity wasn't doing anything offensively in the third quarter. They only scored two points. At halftime, I saw um, Luke Halligy during warm-ups was taking uh, three-pointers, like top-of-the-key three-pointers, and he was having one of the other uh, Crusader players get right up in his face for the for the three-pointers. I was like, oh, that looks, that almost looks like that's going to be part of the plan is that he's going to try and take some from outside and maybe the second possession of the third quarter, he did that exactly. Cam, Cam Buffington was right on him and he hit a shot, a, a three-pointer with, with Cam in his face. And that kind of was what sparked, you know, Holy Trinity to be able to figure out uh, their problems on offense. And then they just kind of slowly but surely were creeping back into the game. Um, and I mean, they did, a, they did a super good job of, of, just figuring out ways to score because when your best players are inside scores and you're going against Buffington and Edwards, that is a totally different type of game than you're used to, you know. Uh, and Cam did have a couple of times when he was able to, to leap up, and, and I think Abe had one or two to uh, block shots at the rim, which is uh, a pretty common thing for Winfield to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, in the end it was, you know, you said free throws. And then I think that one possession where they were able to get the offensive rebound, where Cam was able to get the offensive rebound, put it up, that kind of stopped the bleeding a little bit when it seemed like, oh, here we go, Holy Trinity is it, it's just a matter of time before they, they tie it up or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so we, we got to let them shoot two so people don't get hurt. And we can't tackle the quarterback hard so we don't get <laughs> hurt. And we can't knock the second baseman into left field because he might get hurt. <laughs> he can't knock him into left field. And we can't run over the catcher because he might get hurt. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
I don't know why we're not all wrapped in bubble wrap. <laughs> but you know, I, don't ever... I don't think I've ever seen someone get hurt on a rebound. Uh, on, a, on a free throw rebound. Usually free throw rebounds, they just kind of let the defense clear it out. You know, my day, you know, you got run over, you were bleeding or whatever, they just walked over said, rub some dirt in it, you're fine. Yeah. Go back out there and play some, but... Uh, well, I'll tell you what, if, they, if you were allowed to uh, play like the old days, Holy Trinity and Winfield might be two of the best, like the two best teams in 1A because they would just have their... Because uh, their post players are just so much more physical. So, I mean, the Winfield players could just run over everybody and dunk it, <laughs> dunk it over everybody. So it kind of helps uh, it helps the more dainty teams. Uh, Holy Trinity and Winfield both are not very dainty uh, basketball teams. Well, I've seen uh, Holy Trinity play a lot, and I, they almost never foul. You know, yeah. probably um, seem like the team that fouls the least. Uh, but with the Buffingtons and the Edwards coming in there, and their bodies are so big and so strong, and uh, I believe that that Camp Buffington is the like the heaviest bowling ball coming to a yeah to the pins. You know what I mean? There is nobody. That's that big of a, you know, train coming down the track, like a Frank Thomas coming right yeah. in the picture. And he has to step away so he don't get hurt. I understand that. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you just got to bang around with, with those guys. And I think they did get in a little foul. I think Gelling had four fouls. Uh, yeah. He, Gelling was was in Well, he got two fouls in the first quarter, and they did, they did a good job of... Uh, they took the chance of keeping him in there. Um and he didn't get that third one right away. That was that was a big, you know, because that would have been a huge uh, dagger on uh, on Holy Trinity if, if he would have gotten three, three fouls early on there. I mean, he's already got Abram Edwards dripping all over him like a, like gravy on a sandwich. Yeah. And then he's got Buffington coming right at him, you know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, you're not, he ain't going to step aside, so, you know, <laughs> there'll be some banging around. Going on, yeah. it was probably the more physical, I mean, of all the games I've seen them, you know, I mean, I know the Waco game was very physical, but this was very physical too, but, you know, um, well, what are your thoughts, who do you think was maybe the player of the game, um, um, and who gave the performance that, uh, out there on the, on the court that you thought was, uh, you know, real critical? Yeah, well, first off, I, I would agree on the, uh, it was a more physical game. And it was, you know, they didn't call a, a super um, crazy number of ticky-tack, which I like. I, you know, with these two teams, you have to let them play it a little bit. It does seem good. like in the playoffs, there's a little more letting them play going on. Yeah, they, yeah, they have been. Uh, same with the Notre Dame game. Uh, we, they've been, you know, and the boys and the girls. The girls are usually when I get I get driven crazy with the amount of ticky-tack fouls because I always think that they think because the, the girls are playing, they have to, you know, call every little touch. But, yeah, with these two teams, you have to let them play inside against each other because that's you know they're they're bump down low type teams and i thought that was the rest of the good job of let, letting all that kind of go but uh, uh buffington had 18 points including the you know kind of the clincher there uh he played a really good game um jake edwards was making big shots uh second game in a row where uh where jake has has ended the half with a three or ended a quarter with a three ended the first half with a three which made it from seven to ten which was pretty big Winfield only had four kids score. In fact, they only had five kids play. Uh, Gabe Hemsworth has all has been the guy um, has been the guy the last three games. I think. Yeah, that's, that, that was Scotty Melvin's pick to click there. 
they couldn't get past Iowa City Regina. And I don't know. Uh, it it seemed like a three four point something, sixty one, fifty eight or something like that or fifty seven. Yeah, it was, uh, let's see, 64 to 59. 64 to 59, there was like a, yeah, they got just kind of had to get into that fouling thing, and then, you know, they keep hitting them, and you just you just get further behind by doing it. Uh, yeah. Nobody got hurt, and the catcher still has all his teeth, and the quarterback can still smile and everything, so that's good. Uh, uh, it looks like, uh, I'm actually watching a video here, this looks very similar to the Winfield game. It was, uh, it yeah, like- I was watching them both at the same time, and, it was uh, hard to keep up with, you know what I mean, uh, uh, with all of it. But uh, uh, yeah. so I, I'm sorry to see them go because I really thought they were built. And I, I was, you know, hoping to see the West Burlington uh, Pella Christian game at the state tournament at some point. But uh, yeah, well, and um, so two things about this. One, it looks like so. It looks like so. Um, Christian was down three, just like Holy Trinity was in this Winfield game, and it, it was very similar because it um, looks like Iowa City Regina puts up a long three here and then gets the offensive rebound, which allowed them, uh, you know, to be able to shoot free throws. Otherwise, Pella Christian would have the ball down three. And it looks like a guard, a little guard for Iowa City Regina, number ten. I don't know what his uh, what his name is, but he's the one who who jumped in to get that offensive rebound. Um, otherwise, Pella Christian would have had the ball the chance to tie it there. And then another thing on this game is, um, although we obviously don't cover Iowa City, Regina, they're a little high that, that they are a little familiar to us because um, Paul Rundquist, who was coaching Mount Pleasant the last time Mount Pleasant went to the state tournament, uh, was my first you know, boys basketball head coach to, to cover when I got to the Mount Pleasant News. Uh, he uh, was in his first year at coaching Iowa City, Regina, um, and he's gotten to state there. Well, we've covered them a few times, you know, in baseball and uh, uh, some other sports. And then, you know, they played some football games with some of our teams. And uh, um, But, you know, Pella Christian is, you know, one that – but they got them, you know. And, well, Pella Christian had traveled all the way to Iowa City. And yeah. uh, 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 Iowa City Regina also had to travel all the way to Iowa City. So it was very, oh, yes, much, yes. very much like a home game. Uh, yes, I, uh, I, uh, we had we had a situation like that, and in, uh, in, in sub-state baseball final was uh, Hillcrest Academy was playing Notre Dame, and they played it at the neutral site of uh, that uh, of the Burlington V Stadium, <laughs> and I remember complaining hardcore about that. But yeah, I mean it was. I mean, uh, I'm not saying that you know I was here, Regina didn't have to travel several blocks. Uh, yes, but it seemed like they were really able to fill that gym up. Uh, and it was loud. Now, uh, the one other game we got to talk about is the win, and that's the West Burlington. Uh, um, uh, it didn't look like they had a blowout or anything, but they did get uh, about a five-point win. Do you know what the score was in that? Uh, this was the uh, the West Burlington game? Yeah. Um, it would have been, oh, was it? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it was 64 to 59, but I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, that sounds about right. Five-point win. Oh. Uh, you got it? Yeah, here we go. Craig Sesker of the Hawkeye was there. Oh, never mind. No, he wasn't. He was here. Let me see if I can get this. I'm sure that I'm sure that I'll get the final score here. Um, I know that uh, Watkins had... Um, here we go. West Burlington 56, Cascade 51, and Mason Watkins went for uh, 31 for West B. Yeah. Well, so that's... 
two two super conference teams going to uh, going to Des Moines. Not in the same class, though. Yeah, I was thinking about how uh, you know of the schools that I cover, I think like six of them had one seats. You know. Yeah, it was, yeah, there were a lot of one seats uh, for this area. I mean, I know Kyoto uh, had one. Uh, West Burlington had one. Holy Trinity had one. Winfield Mountain. Hell, that's three teams from the Super Conference that had one seeds. You know. Yeah. I mean, um, you know. Well, and funny enough, Notre Dame was a two seed in the in Winfield's district, but Notre Dame was definitely good enough to be a one seed. Well, Coach Edwards, you know, I mean, he's not complaining or anything, but he's pointing out, you know, there was like six of the top thirty uh, BCI teams just. Yeah. Just in this bracket, you know. That there were, good. there were, I think, three of the top nine in the BC more. Yeah, uh, um, Coach uh, Paul Kissel after the first round mentioned that this is probably the best, you know, probably the overall best sub-state was, uh, was, was this one, sub-state five. Well, it was, it is what it is, but baby, we got two teams, we can pop the champagne. Um, I always, you know, the first time I ever covered sports, you know, uh, we're just getting into it and. And granted, we were not the juggernaut that we are now. You know, we were covering a, a, a lot less teams. But the teams we were covering in the foot after two rounds of playoffs, they're all gone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, um, so, I mean, that can happen. And here it is four rounds in. And we got two teams going to state tournament. We got an A. We got a, a, a two A. And we got a shot at a three A too because Keokuk is still in this thing. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that you get, it's a fair shot. The way that I mean, Keokuk's able to beat the one seed. It's funny because you know we cover Mount Pleasant, so I had seen him play against Keokuk, uh, you know, at the end of the regular season, and then I I covered the game that Keokuk beat them in the playoffs, and um, and I had kind of said like, man, Mount Pleasant really just has been playing so bad against. Keokuk, you know, that's just been the one team. And then then you see Keokuk go to Solon and beat them. Then you think, oh, maybe maybe Mount Pleasant wasn't playing that bad against Keokuk. Maybe uh, Keokuk just has a lightning in a bottle right now. And I'll tell you what, that Jackson Clark, it's got to be tough to play him when you know about Keokuk and you know, but but for a team that hasn't played Keokuk and, and be able to pay attention, that's a, a short time to figure out a way to stop a dude that that, that big and that good. And I know they hit a couple big threes in their uh, game against Solon, too. Well, it's been a wild and wooly playoffs, and we are not done yet. Uh, I want to thank some of the coaches that helped me. Uh, Coach Islick and Coach Swanson and Coach Kissel and uh, Coach Grunder and Coach Perkins, you know, and I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, but, you know, they've come on and helped us with this playoff coverage. Uh and they've made a big difference. And Andy, you always do a great job. Uh, I want to thank you so much for being with us. Is there anything else you wanted to say about any of this stuff? Oh, the brackets. You've got the brackets. Yes. Uh, I've got the brackets for 1A and 2A here. So we're gonna, we'll start with 1A because that's what starts. So this is uh, two Mondays from now. Um, this Monday is the girls start and the next Monday the boys start. Um, Winfield Mount Union gets the number four seed out of eight in the 1A tournament. And... What that means is that one of the top five teams lost today to uh, Wood. So, so here I'll just read the whole bracket. So, number one Northland plays against Woodbine in the first game. Woodbine's the eight seed. They they had to have upset somebody. I don't remember who they were playing today. 
but they would have upset one of the top five teams. Um, Winfield Mount Union plays against Linville Sully, so a little bit of a uh, familiar uh, battle there. They're, they're in the round guy radio area there. There you go. Um, I'm off to see who Woodbine beat, because uh, they were definitely uh, one of one of two very big surprising teams here. Um, oh, they beat Madrid, which would have been ranked. That would probably have been who Winfield played if they would have won. So anyway, um, and then in the three versus or the two versus seven game, Marquette Catholic, who beat uh, New London or who lost to New London in the Substate Final last year, they'll be playing Gladbrook Rhinebeck, who knocked out Kyoto and then upset Key today also. Uh, so Gladbrook Rhinebeck going with a couple upset wins. Uh, they'll be the seven seed, and then Lake Mills and North Union, uh, the three and the six. So that's a, you know, that's a pretty, in my opinion, uh, kind of a wild, wild west type um, bracket. You know, class Northland has been the best team in class one A this year by a little bit, but there definitely hasn't been. You know, it's not like some years in class one A you got one, you know, one team that's thirty points better than everybody else. That's definitely not the the case this year. And then Class 2A, number one Western Christian, they got Iowa City Regina, so Regina gets the eight seed. Um, West Burlington, much like Winfield that evening, gets the four seed. So that's uh, West Burlington plays Trainer. Trainer is uh, at the state tournament a lot in boys basketball, I know. Number two, Hudson, Gr- Gr- uh, Hudson plays number seven, Grundy Center. Number three, Underwood, who's also there a lot, plays number six, Unity Christian. So, um, both Winfield and West Burlington will play on Monday. Winfield Union plays at twelve fifteen. West Burlington plays at seven fifteen. So there's a little bit. There's a couple games in between there. Well, uh, we build this as the the Winfield uh, Holy Trinity game in Fairfield as the uh, uh, the Super Bowl of Southeast Iowa. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it, it looked packed to me. It looked like you need a shoehorn to find a seat. Uh, tell me about the atmosphere and. Um, am I correct that there was maybe more people who weren't uh, particularly from Winfield or Holy Trinity, you know, or the teams that are playing? There was more people that worked for their teams that are playing probably in the gym tonight than any other game all year. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were a ton of – I we saw a ton of people from uh, Waco and Mount Pleasant. Obviously, there there's some Fairfield people there. Um, uh, yeah, well, one, it's hot. Fairfield is a really fun place to do, do the substate finals. But one thing about it is that it's a really hot gym. And, uh, and so it was so packed, you know, um, Winfield side, you know, there was, it was basically standing room only. Um, but we saw people from all over. It was loud. It wasn't quite as wild as the Notre Dame game. I just think because the Notre Dame Winfield game, and I don't know how, how I'm, I'm sure. Well, it was in Minneapolis with the low ceiling and the small gym. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, yeah, it wasn't as wild as that, but I also think there was, there was more kind of crazy plays in that game. Uh, this game was was at a lower pace, and there weren't many lead changes. It was just kind of like that tense, you know, sitting on your hand type feeling to see if if Holy Trinity was going to be able to complete the comeback or if Winfield was going to be able to hold them off. So, but I love Fairfield's a great spot for these these. I love it when they when they host the one A championships in either Fairfield or Mount Pleasant or you know somewhere like that. Well, uh, did you get anything to eat tonight? Uh, yes, we ate at uh, Sweet and Saucy's uh, Grill at Fairfield. Tony Baker's place. I know him well. Yeah, it's a, it's a good place. That is a good place. Uh, well, um, your wife's been going to you the last couple times. Um, she must really love you. Yeah, she must. Well, that used to be uh, we used to uh, that used to be sometimes she would just get bored at home before we had kids and a dog who's about to bark out the window. I'm pretty sure. Um, 
she used to go to a lot more of these, and then I had a friend uh, from college go to me at the last game, so I haven't been alone the last uh, couple, but um, but she uh, she's good friends with a couple of Winfield people, so she kind of knows the team a little bit. Well, if you live in Southeast Iowa, you kind of know the Winfield team a little bit because the same kids that have been playing boys basketball and football and, you know, stuff for four years now, so... Um, so yeah, she had fun. I, you know, I, I told her how fun the Notre Dame game was, and uh, how packed it was, and how how loud it was, and it was definitely another loud one tonight. All right. Well, uh, do you got anything else for us before we let you go? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Excellent job as always. We appreciate you, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you. You too.